and welcome back to another episode of the Beginners SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe. Um, Today's going to be a quick one because I don't have that much time, to be honest, Um, and this is just a side hustle at the moment. So today we're going to be diving into, do you need SEO? Um, Can you do your own SEO? And when should you think about outsourcing SEO? And is it even worth outsourcing your SEO? So step one or question one, do you need SEO? And this is where I will say, yes. If you've got a website, you at least need to have the basics of SEO down, especially if you're a locally based business. And well, even more if you're an online based business. Basically, if you've got a website, you need SEO. And when I say the basics of SEO, I mean, you need to have thought about the fact that is your website crawlable, i.e. can it be indexed by Google? Have you got the keyword set up on your website? So you need to think about, you need to figure out how to do keyword research, and then you need to figure out how to use those keywords in your copy. And this is what I dive into on my course. I take you through it step by step. Um, And if you're not ready to kind of maybe invest in a course yet, even though it's very affordably priced, um, then you might want to think about downloading my free course on how to optimize your homepage as a business, um, just as, you know, a basic step one to getting started with SEO. But If you've got a website, you do need SEO. You're leaving money on the table otherwise. You're basically saying to Google, hey, we don't want anyone to find us. In fact, we're going to play hide and seek with our customers. In which case, what's the point in having a website? So I'm afraid if you've got a website, you do need to do the basics of SEO. But then once you've got your basics down, i.e. you've optimized your website, you need to think, do I need a longer term SEO strategy? I think this is where people can get a bit confused because, well, to be fair, what even does strategy mean? Okay, like literally, like if I said to you, hey, what's the strategy? It can get confusing when it comes to business. But for me personally, a strategy is a plan with a goal at the end. So for an SEO strategy, it's because we want to grow our organic traffic. So that's the aim of our SEO strategy. Um, And I think an easier way to think of it with a long term SEO strategy is you want to increase your organic traffic like you want to increase your followers on social media or you want to grow your email marketing list. It's the same kind of concept. Using a longer term SEO strategy, you're building up organic traffic and therefore building up organic leads or organic sales. So you can see it's really tempting, especially when I tell you that SEO is actually one of the most affordable and sustainable marketing tactics out there. When I say affordable, it's because once you understand the basics, you can actually do it yourself and sustainable in the fact that it's not like social media. You don't need to be constantly creating content. You can really tone it down and only be turning out a blog post once a month or once a week, whatever your time constraints allow. It's a lot more sort of um, easier to fit into your life than social media. And also, you're not at the mercy of algorithms. A website is something you own. Um, But with an Instagram account, say you put out a dodgy photo with accidentally sort of, I don't know, a mirror selfie, and in the background, someone's naked, then you might get shadow banned for that. And then what would you do? Your Instagram account would get cancelled. But the chances of your website getting cancelled are a lot, well, they're basically non-existent. So that's why I think SEO is such a great strategy that everyone should be at least sort of doing the basics for and sort of turning to or at least thinking about how how can we be using blogging to grow our organic traffic. And that's essentially if we're thinking of beginner SEO strategies, 
the best way to get started with SEO. It's by long-term blogging. And when I hear you say, but no one reads a blog. Yes, they do. Um, I think nearly percent of all B2B organic traffic, or sorry, B2B web traffic comes from organic traffic. And in terms of organic traffic as a whole, I think it's well over 50%. So who's thinking that no one reads blogs anymore, you're sorely mistaken. There are billions of people out there reading blogs and finding businesses and then buying from those businesses because of said blogs. But blogs aren't just great for helping your target audience. They're also great for showing Google that you're a trusted site. And if you're a trusted site with, you know, relative authority and knowledge about your industry, It's going to help your target service pages and product pages and push them up the rankings as well. So if I am a mattress manufacturer and I'm writing about how to improve your sleep hygiene and improve your sleep quality, well, Google will see all my blog posts on mattresses and sleep quality, and then it will push up my product pages. So I'll be ranking higher for, you know, comfortable double bed mattress or double mattress or mattress manufacturer in Sydney or whatever. So that's why blogging as well is super important. Now, do I think you need to pay for this service? No, to be honest. Um, If you've got the budget and you you don't have the time, then yes, definitely outsource the basics of SEO, i.e. optimizing your website and doing your blogging strategy and writing your blogs, outsource it. But if you don't have the budget, then you don't need to be outsourcing that just yet. This is the kind of SEO that I think you can definitely do yourself. It definitely pays to do a quick course on how to do keyword research properly, how to optimize a page properly and take that knowledge and then spend another hour or two optimizing your website and then vesting sort of, you know, an hour every month into writing a few hundred words or hopefully maybe more than a few hundred words, say a thousand word blog post every month. You can do that yourself. And I think the time investment is well worth it versus probably you're going to be spending, you know, if you don't have a huge budget and you want to outsource SEO, if you're outsourcing this sort of basic SEO for a few hundred pounds a month, it's not going to get the results you need because essentially what you'll end up doing, and I'm going to be letting out a lot of trade secrets here, but what a lot of agencies do, if you're paying them a package, say 300 pounds a month or 500 pounds a month or dollars, whatever, what you're actually doing is for them to then outsource it to someone in, say, um, a country where labor is cheaper, like the Philippines or India. And you've got someone who knows nothing about mattresses writing a blog post on mattresses for, say, they spend, they cost the agency, say, $5, and then they're charging you, say, £50, £100 per blog article. You're, the quality of that blog post is just going to be probably pretty fucking awful. Sorry if you've got children in the car. Um, it would just be so much more beneficial for you to write that blog post on mattresses because you know about mattresses. So do you see what I mean? Versus if you wanted to get a really good blog post at the quality that you could write, it would be costing you hundreds of pounds just for one blog post. So that's why I always think for beginners SEO, for basic SEO strategies, it's so much better to do it yourself. Another area that of SEO, which is still relatively beginner, that you can do yourself is link building. Now, last week's episode was Backlink Building 101. I dived into my 
favorite sort of beginner tactics on how to build backlinks. And effectively, the most two, most two, the two best ways to build backlinks are via sort of guest posting and reaching out to your network. And again, the cost of you outsourcing it for cheap, the results you're going to get are going to be awful. So it's the same situation. If you wanted to get good backlinks, you'd have to be paying hundreds of pounds per backlink. The agency that you're paying should be charging you a lot of money because it will take them a lot of time and effort versus you doing it yourself, reaching out to your own network for free. The quality is just going to be so much better. Um, so I do urge you again, if you're doing basic backlink building, just do it yourself, suck it up, find the time, get it done. Now, when should you outsource for SEO? Let's say you're a business which has an actual budget for marketing. You know, you've got, say, 5K or 10K to spend on marketing per month. You're already spending, or say, for instance, you're already spending £3,000 a month on paid ads. Okay, what could you, now is the time when you want to be thinking, maybe we could be allocating a thousand pounds of that to SEO and you're going to get decent results because they'll be able to use the expertise, their years of experience, their fancy SEO software, which costs hundred pounds a month, hundred pounds a month. They'll be able to reach out to their network for links. You know, that's when it becomes sort of worthwhile. But anything lower than a thousand pounds a month, I just don't think you're going to get the results um, worth the cost, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I think if you're a business that has already got a marketing budget, then it becomes, makes more sense to start thinking about an SEO outsourcing. Um, and they'll be able to do a lot more sort of advanced tech tactics, I guess. They really understand, cause they'll be knowing about technical SEO. Like for instance, I love technical SEO. It's not something I talk about a lot on this podcast because it can get really sort of complicated. You've got to kind of understand code. You've got to understand how Google search, um, the bots work. You have to, you know, understand like indexing, crawling, all these types of things and understand all the kind of page codes. That's when it gets a lot more complicated and sort of how can we make our crawl efficiency, um, go up? How, how crawl budget efficiency go up? How can we make our page speed go up? All these types of things it becomes a bit more complicated and it might be worthwhile paying for an SEO. Also, if you're paying, you know, a thousand pounds upwards, the quality of content you're getting back is going to be a lot higher. They'll probably be able to invest time and energy into researching strategies that your competitors are doing and then emulating these tactics to make you also rise up in the ranks. Um, or for instance, perhaps if you're an international company as well and you're dealing with multiple subdomains or multiple subdirectories for different countries and your href lang tags or whatever, these are the kind of more advanced SEO tactics when it probably does make sense to actually invest in SEO. Um, so for instance, maybe if you're a company that is expanding, it might be time to start thinking about SEO as well. But unless you're sort of at that stage, or maybe you've just got money to burn. <laughs> maybe you're not a big, big, big business, but you know, you've just got shit tons of money to burn. Good for you. If you want to waste that money on SEO, go for it. But if you're just starting out or you're just a very small business, it's so much more beneficial to learn the basics of SEO, really understand them and understand how to do keyword research. And you don't need to pay for those fancy tools. In fact, in my course, I show you how to use Google AdWord Planner 
for free as a really sort of high level detailed keyword research tool that gives you the insights of exactly how many people are searching for these keywords and how you can use that to your benefit without having to, you know, sort of go for the really difficult competitive ones. You can find those easier ones that not many people are targeting. You can do that for free if you learn how. But first, you've just got to learn how. So invest the time and maybe a little bit of money on a course to learn how to do it and then take that, do it in your own free time versus trying to half-ass it with a cheap SEO agency or cheap SEO freelancer and they're just going to be outsourcing it to someone in the Philippines or India for, say, $5 an hour who probably doesn't even know SEO either, but they've just marketed themselves as an SEO. Um, Because that's the kind of bad thing about SEO industry is that there's a very low barrier to entry. Um, So you do get a lot of scam artists in there. So when SEO seems cheap, it's usually a warning sign, okay? And if they're sort of guaranteeing results or things like that, saying, hey, we can get you to the top of the page in X, Y, Z months, it doesn't work like that and it's a warning sign, okay? Good SEO is unfortunately expensive because you're paying for their expertise and experience and years of knowledge um, and they're also their network as well. So that's why it is expensive, good SEO, okay? Um, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate because it shouldn't be expensive. I mean, nothing should be expensive in this world. Ideally, I'd love everything to be cheap, but it's like therapists. The good ones are always expensive. Um, can you tell I take I have therapy? <laughs> Um, but yeah, good therapy is expensive, but I see it as an investment in my mental health. And so with SEO, it is expensive. So if you don't have the money for that investment, don't throw the money away. Instead, take the time and learn to do the basics yourself. Now, this has kind of turned into a bit of a rant, but I just basically wanted to really drive home that you can do it yourself and you should be doing it yourself. Um, Also, the great thing about it is it's not like social media in the sense that once you commit to it, you have to be doing it every single day. No, it's something you can just do, say, one hour a week or two hours a week, whatever. Um, So it's a lot more manageable and it really is worth it. It's so gratifying as well, seeing your page go up the rank. So first of all, you find it, say, on page eight, and then you check back in a month and it's on page two. And then after a few months, it'll be on page one. And by when it gets to page two, page one, it will start bringing in organic traffic because Google shows a different result for every single person. So just because it's showing up page two on you, when you type in a keyword for it, it might be showing up as page one for someone um, in a different neighborhood. Um, so don't get disheartened if you're only on page two, okay? It will be bringing in organic traffic. But it's so gratifying and satisfying to see clicks and links and clicks and leads and inquiries come in from SEO from your hard work. Um, honestly, there's no feeling like it. Well, no, there are. There's lots of better feelings like it. I love watching TV. I find that more fun than doing SEO. <laughs> but growing a business isn't fun sometimes. So we just have to do it, don't we? We have to do these marketing things. Um, okay, yeah. So this is my rant over for today. Uh, as usual, I went off on a bit of a tangent. Um, but if you're not ready to invest in my course, make sure you head to theplansuccess.com anyway, because there's other free resources on there. Like I said, the free how to optimize your homepage course. Um, and that's all for today. Right. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.